awful. I'd like seven podcast. I'm classically sick. Yeah, you don't sound like great. a drag queen. And <laughs> in a good way, because they, they're fabulous and I'm not. I look like hell and I feel like hell. You don't look bad, but then... I've got lots of makeup on. Have you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, lots and lots of makeup. I don't know how to do makeup. It's, oh, it's a mystery. Just, no, this is just to cover the blotchy red nose and stuff adjacent to having a runny nose. Anyway, yes, that's why. Oh, right. But no doubt this beer that I'm going to wash my antibiotics down with later on will help makes, matters. Makes them work better. Makes it, it will help matters, I'm sure. <laughs> it makes, makes antibiotics work better. <laughs> Clinically proven yeah, to yeah, improve. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Google Doc- will tell me, yeah. I'm sure, if I bother to research it, but I just I don't think I oh, need man, to. Oh, man, I've been on Dr. Google a bit lately because I, I went into the doctor yesterday, actually, to do... Um, mm. Um, do you tell us all about Oh, let, let's let's go into a medical podcast. No, I yeah. had to do all the, the regular stuff that you have to do when you're a lady over 30. Oh, damn. Um, which is luckily it doesn't involve breast checks anymore for me because yes. mine are fake now. Yes. Um, but yeah, all the regular stuff and had jabs Shots in my arms. And, and... Yeah, I need to have a flu shot as well. Yeah. So anyway, it's that time of year. Are you allowed year. to have flu shots? Yeah. You are? Well, that's good. It's that time of year here in Australia where it's winter. Um, and and we're about, in denial. Yeah. It's like, what? How, where did this come from? <laughs> it's, it's never been, been this. It's been hot for 10 months. Why, why is it never, suddenly cold again? It has never been this temperature before ever. I know. No. And speaking of cold, actually, this today's episode is on a cold planet. It is on a cold planet. Which we'll talk about later. But the first thing is, first we need to open cards. The old game of skill. Your move, I think. We so need to open cards. Oh, I'm so, so excited. We've, we've got such a good haul for oh. these. I'm just so stoked. Oh, goodness. So exciting. Who went first last time? Um, I think no. you did. Um, yes, I think I did. So my first. This is already open. What? Oh, rotted. Oh, unless it's been opened to something special and you open your first. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't do anything to it. No, I know. I'm thinking that maybe the people randomly. But, oh, no, the card. This one's pretty easy to open too. Maybe, maybe they're just a bad package. Badly wrapped. Badly wrapped. Okay, what have we got? Oh! From today's episode. Awesome. Got a one of Serverland, which is saying is the virus. Oh, it's with the virus card. Yeah, yeah we'll, that, that we'll have to talk about him. It's, a, it's great. Um, then I've got a double up of Blake from Deliverance. Then I've got some Pursuit Ships again, yeah. another double up. That's a double up. And the Avon Ponders card, which is also a double. That's, that's all double. doubles. They're all doubles so far. Oh, that's and then unfortunate. You've got Avon yeah. Calia That's a double as well. Is that all of them? Yeah, all okay. doubles and right. no specials. What oh, that's no, a disappointment. No, from today was a, a new one, wasn't it? No, I think we've got that we've one got already, already. Actually, yeah, I think we do. I think we've got, I'll have to check through. Um, we've made it just before you open. Well, while you're opening your cards, um, we made a special um, update on the Patreon. So if if we reach our goal of ten patrons. Ten. Yeah. Of two of whom are us. Yeah, yeah. I, I think possibly one of them is my husband. But um, yeah, t- if we get ten patrons, then we'll give you um, all of those ten patrons. All of the ten patrons that aren't us will get um, a double up on one of the cards, and we'll let you vote on which one you want. So. Okay, one of these does look special. That's not special. Oh, I know what's happened. What's happened? Well, maybe it is special. The reason this packet opened so quickly is because one of the cards didn't get put in properly, and it's actually interrupted the seal of the silver packet, see? Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. That's a double yeah, up, anyway. It's a double up of yeah. Sarkov. It's unfortunate, because I thought it was going to be something special, Aww. but it's not. Then we've got another one from today's episode, which is also a double up from Project Avalon. Then we've got this one. I'm not sure if we've got that one already, but that's from... Um, it's from uh, Star One, and Star I'm one. not sure. That's of the. That's, that's of one of the alien dudes. Lorena oh, is amazing looking, isn't she? She's such a weird looking woman. Great yeah. hair. They've all got good hair. They do, we, yeah. we should talk more about hair. 
Um, I don't think we've seen this Travis one. No, we haven't seen that one. This is one from one of my favourite episodes. Trial. And it's not it's not Stephen Greif Travis. It's Brian Croucher. Brian Croucher. Is it? Yeah, it's something like that. It doesn't say who he is. Yeah, I reckon it's Brian Croucher. I yeah. reckon that's his name. I'm pretty sure I've seen him. I'm pretty sure, this is just totally tangent Terry. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw him in a, a production of Richard III playing Richard. On and, TV? Yeah. Oh, and okay. he was amazing. He was really good, wasn't he? He was great. So, you know, people badmouth him as an actor in his trailer. Angry Hunchy. He does quite a bit of melodrama. Yes, he does. But he was great as Richard, so. Mm. Yeah. And then I've got our friends. Gila and Navara. Again. Oh, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of cards of them, aren't there? Maybe it's because of the makeup job. I don't know. And we, but that's when we put the plate on originally, so we can yeah. make more ourselves as well. <laughs> <laughs> Going to business. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if I'm. Um, what are these creative cards market. called? Creative. What are these cards called? Yeah. Card designs by Unstoppable Cards. I don't know if Unstoppable Cards would be happy with us, too. No, either. that's right. <laughs> if we try and stop them in that fashion. Well, they're, yeah, they're unstoppable, obviously. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't take them on, I don't think. No, no, I wouldn't. Like, I think they do. Big ride if you're in the track, track podcast business. I don't know if they're a big, 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 big BBC, wouldn't it? Mm. Big, big BBC. It'd be Big Terry. So big Terry. Big Terry's passed away. But then again, Big Rod's passed away, too. Uh-huh. Yes, too. Um, but, but the company continues, whereas does. Big Terry doesn't really, does he? Because Doctor no, Who's been taken over by someone sure. else. I'm pretty sure it's all up on YouTube, so I think the BBC is not particularly interested in protecting its intellectual property. I was actually um, watching an interview with Paul Darrow because you know how when you're watching YouTube videos, you get get redirected to Nazism. Um, Well, in this case, it was redirected to a Paul Darrow interview. Right. And um, I just clicked on it and watched a couple of minutes of it. He's a weird. He's a weird dude sometimes. Yeah. Um, and he was very, very, so so very precise and yeah. And um, the guy who was interviewing him said something along the lines of, "Would you go back for a reboot of um?" Of like seven, he said, yes, but only if Terry Nation did it. Like right. literally said, I won't, I won't go near it unless it's Terry Nation's Isn't property. That interesting. Yeah, because um, I saw an, not an interview with him, but he was clearly speaking at a convention somewhere in America. Uh-huh. There was about ten people in the room, and he was running late. And the whole point of having this little session was to take donations to reboot Blake Seven. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'll try and find it on YouTube. I'll try and give, send you the link to it. But yeah, it was pretty interesting. And um. He of course chain smoking through the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Interesting. Interesting fellow. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Again, like lots of jokes and lots of wordplay and puns. Quite clever. Quite funny. Yeah. Um. But clearly, I don't know. Quite quite rehearsed almost. The mm, feeling of him being rehearsed. It's interesting because of the way that that that, that rather accent mm. um, makes you um kind of. Everything you say sounds rehearsed because it's just so beautifully spoken. Yeah, that's right. That's um, how they all spoke. But yeah, the, there was another story which I saw on the Facebook group actually about this guy who apparently walked up to a urinal and um, whipped it out, and the guy next to him was Paul Darrow. Get out! <laughs> and Paul Darrow just sort of zipped himself up um, and, and turned around to leave. But as he was leaving, turned back and said to the guy at the urinal, "Urinal, I know what you're thinking, and you're right." <laughs> What was he thinking? That you were that he was pulled out, obviously. Oh, right. <laughs> well, maybe he was thinking that you have an enormous I know, that's right. You've got a big dick. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, that, that's an objective fact. Well, we're just like, they're actually I looking at the, the dong. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, sometimes it's really good to be a woman. <laughs> we that's don't have to. Actually, only one or two times, really. That's one of them. The rest of it's pretty rubbish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you know, it depends, I guess. And from a matter of perspective. It depends. It depends. Oh, I thought not, you... not in depends. I thought, no, I'm not wearing depends. <laughs> I'm talking about 
incontinence. Incontinence. I'm not talking about incontinence. No. Anyway, my oh, yeah, good. We're at seven minutes. We've already gotten a dick joke and a wee joke. Yeah. So. And we're, my preferred brand would be Tenor Ladies anyway. Yeah. They're, they're I good. think, yeah, they're my preferred brand. Give us a call, Tenor Ladies. Yes. We can, we can actually, yeah, good. It's time to start scouting for people who want to advertise with us. <laughs> we'll, we'll say nothing but good things. You've saved my life at the trampoline place. Oh, really? A couple of times. No. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty interesting experience. It is. I've just had a baby going to the trampoline house. Mm. Anyway. Too much information. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> so what's That's what... how we roll. <laughs> um, what episode are we looking at today? We're, we're, we're Sister looking at, mine? Um, Project Avalon, which is one of my fabs. I think mm. it's one of your fabs too, isn't it? Yeah, I like it a lot. I'm not sure if it's one of my faves. It's not on my Star One. Have we decided we're going to call it Star One? No, 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 Freedom City. It's not in my Freedom City. It's not. It's not. It's not in Freedom City. But I also would not challenge the clue not to watch it. If that yeah, that's right. Is that the two things we're going to use? Because there's plenty of planet shitholes coming up too. Yeah, uh, Risto's a bit of a planet shithole. That's coming up next episode, I think, or for the next couple of episodes. Um, the one where they go and get all dirty. <laughs> Get smeared with mud. What's that one? Yeah, that's in a chalk mine somewhere, and that's I don't know. But yeah, there's some seriously. I mean, it's all in England, so it's all. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> maybe we should just. <laughs> like, what? Know, where's this episode? It's, it's in England. It's, it's in England somewhere. No, it's got an oil refinery somewhere. Mm. Um, yes. So, friend of the pod and fod, um, Angus, first name basis only, has sent us. Just in the post, just gratis, Australian FOD. Hello, shout out to all the Australian Cheers. FODs. Cheers. Cheers, big ears. Up your bums. <laughs> Indeed. Um, he sent uh, um, through to me at my address, Terry Nations, Blake Seven, The Program Guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. And... Um, it's, it's fully it's, it's fully illustrated. It's fully illustrated, and by fully illustrated, I mean there are four pages of illustrations in the middle. Yeah. Um, okay, and they're black and white. Let's go through them quickly. Yeah, so they're fully illustrated in black and white. There's one of the Liberator. There's one of some crew, and there's one of oh, there's one with them. There's one of the dissonance. Okay, oh, dog attack. Crazy dogs. I don't know why they get a, an appearance. Yeah, um, there's one of oh, there's a great one of Servlan. One of her black. Guys. One of her black ones. And she transitions to black. Then you've got. Peter Tudnam holding on to Orac. With um, Slave behind him. Dressed very, um, very sweet. He looks like, um, who's the guy who plays Dracula? I don't know. Oh. There's a few, aren't there? Yeah, there are. I'm so, like, I hope, yes, that's the one. <laughs> he looks very Bella Lugosi. I've got a cravat on. Yes, that's what I, that's what I mean, I think. A cravat. There's one of Villa holding a gun. There's one of Villa, very beautiful Josette Simon as Dana. And Gosh, there's a whole lovely. bunch of them clearly smiling at each other, which is really nice. Um, yeah, so they're obviously clearly mats. That's really sweet. Justin Simon went on to do some... She's, like got a, she's actually had a really good career from what I've seen. I've seen her on a lot of things. She's like got a... Whatever the equivalent of Order Australia is. Like, she's got, like, an OBE for services to acting and stuff. I think she's a very, very well-renowned Shakespearean actress. Yeah, I've seen her actress. a lot of shows, but I've also seen her name on billboards and stuff like that for live stuff. So. She has been in an episode of Lewis... I love Lewis. Yeah, I've got I a friend on. I've got a um, a Tumblr friend who absolutely adores Lewis. Yeah, well, she's been on Lewis. She was a love interest for about five minutes until he isn't Lewis married? No, he's died. She's died. The wife's died by the time he gets to the Lewis series. Really? Yeah, she's died. To Too get many egg and chips. Hit and run. Yeah, <gasps> yeah that's spoilers. not nice. Spoilers, but you don't really hear about that in the show. It just sort of comes out later that she's died. He has like five get... or six kids as well, doesn't he? Like... No, I think. Mean, Two kids, right. but I mean, not, not matters. Sorry, this is this is all like this is like catching up on friends that I had in, in primary school because um, yeah, because this is the sort of stuff we used to watch every night with mum. 
Yeah. Although it was more I back still, then. I still was... watch it all the time. Whenever I get a chance on the, you know, the low rank Channel 7 that screens them every five seconds, along with <laughs> Rosemary and Time and all of those ones. Oh, yeah. Um, which would be true. I cut, all, I cut all of that conversation out the other week, but I'm going to put it up as a special. Oh, did you? You can hear us do, do, do our British British crime drama podcast. And we talked a little bit about how they were both, how they, had, they were living their best lives because they were... Gardening lesbians. Gardening lesbians who drank wine in... In, in bed. In twin beds. Yes, yeah, I love it. It's a brilliant life. Anyway. I want to, I want to live that life. <laughs> <laughs> so... Series A, Episode 9, Project Avalon, according to Terra Nations, um, fully illustrated the program guide, Blake 7, the definitive handbook to BBC t- TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. We need to say that every single time you open it now. I know. <laughs> I've just, I've started something that I don't want to finish. You don't finish. want to see, you, you've, you've done I'm it. backing myself into a corner. You've set the bait. <coughs> okay. Apologies for my cough. Um, you're going to have to do a lot of the talking, I think, after this. Um... Attempt to re- in an attempt to rescue Avalon, a resistance leader, Blake's and the Liberator travel to an icy planet, which is called, what's it called even? I can't remember. I have no idea. I can't remember either. No, it's an icy planet where Avalon has been leading a Let's resistance just call it movement. Hoth. It's Hoth. It's a bit like Hoth. <laughs> Not as nice as Hoth. Um, anyway, um, that's sort of the synopsis of that bit. Yeah. Um, despite being totally unnumbered and surprisingly hit by bullets from Federation weapons, Blake and the others successfully capture Avalon and teleport back to the Liberator. Um, then we get spoilers, 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 spoilers. spoilers, spoilers. Um, yeah. just, out, just out of um, curiosity, can I just have a look at the yeah. guide? Does it have other things? Oh, yes, it does. It's got interviews. Oh, cool. It's got... Fan clubs and bibliography. Oh, Oops, excuse wow. me. It's got it's got like oh look at that. It's got um, it's got a glossary. A glossary of terms. We can just pick. We can pick um, pick letters and find out what the best thing in them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So good. Okay. So we got stuff. We don't have to just do the episode. No, thing. we don't have to do the episode. There's lots of other stuff. There's lots of other stuff that's in here as well. Because there's lots more. <coughs> there's lots more to the episode than that. Sorry. Excuse me. Oh, gee, woman, you need to have a nice long rest. A cup mm. of tea, glass mm. of wine, and a twin bed. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. So what happens first? Oh, that's not what happens first. No. No. What happens first is a whole bunch of new toys. We get we get a shot of the planet, which is looks it looks fucking freezing, really. It's cold, it's snowing, and it's a it's a real planet, like it's outdoor set. And they well, um, I don't think the snow is real. No, the, the snow, snow is, isn't real, is but the, but there's snow on the ground and yeah. they're sort of it's Travis in this beautiful big black fur coat. Um, and a mutoid who isn't wearing any special clothing. Obviously, they they don't need they don't to, need to they don't feel the cold. No, blood serum seems they don't to feel the pain and they don't feel the cold. Um, and they're walking into this. They walk into this cave, which is another real cave. It's a cave. It's, it looks great. And I bet you, only three years previously, it was overrun with Cybermen. It probably it, you know it yeah. does look like the, the caves from cave? the gold I one. Yeah. You. What's I that? What's that one? What's that episode called? Just I think it's called Revenge of the Cybermen. Yeah, they're, they're all the Cybermen right. ones are called then, aren't they? That's a weird one because those aliens in that one, with their big eyebrow ridges, and they had some good life as the. No, I don't remember that part of it. You know, they were. Oh, anyway, it's I a gold planet, and the the the, the side men oh, trying to get yeah, just, yeah. yeah to destroy the planet for gold. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is not crossing, a doctor. crossing the streams. Um, but do- well, not the streams are very close together. Doctor and Blake Seven. Yeah. But um, yeah. So they go into this cave and they meet a guy who's dressed up like a furry, and um, the guy's giving them information about Avalon. And um, he's obviously meeting them clandestinely because he's sort of climbing around, and he throws them. Apparently, Avalon's moved moved away to she, winter quarters. To winter quarters, yes. 
and um and he's drawn them a map which he flings at Travis. <laughs> Yeah. And it just looks like a, a tea towel or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he draws them a map. And it's obvious that this guy's feeding them information about Avalon. And Travis is very keen to know if Blake has made contact with Avalon. And the guy confirms that, yes, she has. And she wants to be transported to a safer planet. So then tra- then we get Travis pulling his thing down, looking at the mutoid and going, it's working, just as I predicted. It's working, just as I predicted. Oh, do we? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's kind of nice. There's some really good Travis bits in this. Um, and then we get to go back to the Liberator. And again, we get nice. It's to, I'm starting to notice the music more Are you? in these episodes. Yes, especially since last week you were doing it. I was singing it with other. Yeah. no prospect of me being able to do that this week. <laughs> but this one is just like... Eh. Anyway, they, they, they have a chat on the Liberator about um, Avalon. Um, and, and then they have a chat about how cold it is down there. Um, and Jenna has to go... And Blake's talking about res- t- pulling Avalon off the planet to take her somewhere else and he says that Jenna has to go with him because she's the only person who's ever seen her. Which is, it strikes me as a little bit odd because Jenna's yeah. like a smuggler and not really a freedom fighter but anyway. So maybe, maybe Avalon started out life as a smuggler and was yeah. one of, well, I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe she smuggled people every now and then. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Did not, doesn't, didn't question what the cargo was. No. No. Although she... So then they had this discussion about the planet and how freezing it is and mm. that there's some subterrons that live there and that they mine these ice crystals and um, that's why Avalon's there because they're being treated like a slave labour force and she's organising a resistance movement. Yeah, well, it was quite funny because Blake asks um, Avon if, 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 if the planet supports any intelligent life and Avon says, does the Liberator, which is, you know... Does it support any intelligent life? Does the Liberator... There are humanoid creatures called subterrons. They live in caves. Quite what that says for their intelligence, I really wouldn't know. Yeah. Lying the fruit there, Avon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, easy one. Easy target. Yeah. And then we get another little... <laughs> Blake wants to know if Avon wants to go down with him and he's like, nah, no, it's too cold for me, mate. I'm staying up here. Yeah. Um, and um, I think yeah, I think I contain my enthusiasm here in the warmth. So yeah, all these lovely little sort of phrases that he comes out with. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Um, then the... Um, then we get back down to the planet and Travis and his mutoids uh, basically find the camp that the dude was talking about and kill everyone, except yeah. for Avalon. They, they make them give Avalon up, who's this uh, <coughs> young woman, um, and she gets taken out and then they kill the rest of the freedom fighters. They're sub including like Including the guy, what was his name? Including the guy who gave them including all the information. Including the guy who was the traitor, whose name was, anyway, that'll come to me later. Turlock. Turlock, that's right. Who's also a character in Doctor Who? Turlock. Yeah, no, he's in he's no. in he's in the Peter Davison series. No, he's one of the. His name's Turlock. <gasps> You're right, Turlock. Yes, Turlock. Um, Turlock. I can out nerd you. You just out nerd me. Pew 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 pew. Dead in the dust. <laughs> um, so yes, um, rest in peace. Then they head down. Oh well, yeah, then then the uh, they leave the beacon on so that Blake gets lured to the beacon, the hiding beacon that Avalon set up, and they all head down. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, and then they turn up their suits and because um, uh, it's so cold down there, minus a bazillion degrees or something. And Blake says, if you turn up your thermal suit, and Jenna just says, this, I'm about ready to burst into flames. <laughs> I just like cute. the way she says it. It is cute. And then, oh, that's right, and they're about to go down and Ca- Callie has to take them into orbit because Jenna's going down. Um, and they have a nice little chat, Jenna and Callie. Yeah, they, it yeah. passes the bedstool. They're, yeah, to- they're chatting about... Two women talking to each other they're, about things. They're, they're chatting about piloting. Oh, and they're not, they're not even talking about men. No, they're right. talking so about they're piloting. Cheap. So yeah. it passes the bedstool, this one. Yeah, yep. First oh, one. Hooray. Well, we're on episode eight or something, and it's the first one. High fives all around. Um, but yeah, so they 
They get, they get, the, the thermal suit, I was going to say something about the thermal suit design too, they're kind of cool because yeah. you look at it, it's got like a little dial on one side and then it's got um, what looks like, it's, it's got stripes on it but you can sort of understand that those stripes are what's pulling the heat through. Yeah. Like, so it's like, like a, underfloor heating. With or an electric blanket where yeah. you've got the sort of the, the, yeah. So it's a nicely, I, I like that little addition, it was a good costuming yeah. thing and um just it showed that there's a lot of thought have been put into it uniformly great the costumes are pretty spectacular yeah they're great they're really, really good. good um and of course jenna's is pink because yeah. she's a girl and but callie's is green yeah that's true she goes down ultimately um, um <coughs> but yeah so jenna and blake teleport down um and find all the corpses of the resistance fighters uh minus one who is still alive but he's been yeah. hurt um, and there's sort of like there's a, it's a quite a depressing little scene, and Blake's like, oh, they probably tried to surrender, blah blah blah, because they're not they're not they're armed. Not armed, yeah. And it, yeah, it's obviously Federation work, and they're they're not very happy. And they and he's saying that he has to search through the bodies to make sure Avalon's not dead, um, because if she isn't dead, then she will have been taken captive. Um, and this guy who's a, who's alive tries to shoot them because he's not sure if they're friend um, or foe. Friend or foe. He fails because he's quite badly hurt and they help him out. Yeah, <laughs> take him back up to the Liberator. That comes in a bit. But then we get to um, to cut to Alpha Base, which is a place we get the other the other big set oh. in this. Um, in fact, the only other set. We've got Liberator, the caves, and Alpha Base. And Alpha Base is where yeah. Travis is. Oh, okay, okay. So they go down and we see Travis there um, mucking about. He is asking his uh, mutoid for a human to assist in a test. Um, and this is a quite an interesting little bit because he, but, wa- yeah, yeah, that's right. he wants a human in, and, and she's, she, she's asking him any particular characteristics and he says, no, nah, anyone. It's a labour grade. Labour grade. And, and he says, she says, if there isn't one in detention, he wants, it, he wants to take them from detention. If there isn't one in detention, he says, then detain one, which is, you know, an, an indication that's again. Just, grade A arsehole. I'm just anybody as a human experiment. Yeah. Fun fact. That mutoid that he's speaking to there is Glennis Barber, who plays Su Lin in series four. It is her. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I knew there was one of them that was her, yeah. but because of the the, the, the plastic beehive, you yeah, can't recognise Yeah, the big plastic her. beehive, it's hard to... But that's her. Um, yes, and so then... But then Serverland turns up, doesn't she? Yeah, but we don't... Just, first of all, we get to see um, Avalon in the clip show machine. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because she's... Uh, and this is quite funny because she's got some very uh, judiciously placed silver. Yeah, they barely cover anything. Like... Yeah, they've managed to cover boobs and a, and a, and a, and a crotch. Hoo-ha. Um, but, you know, honestly, really... Yeah. I would have probably said, mm, can you just make these a little bit bigger? Yeah. <laughs> or just to see give me a shift to wear underneath yeah. it. It's not... Odd. I mean, she's a good-looking lady and she's got a nice... Nice shape. Shape, but I, I don't think that they yeah. needed to be that. No, that's right. No. Anyway... Not that I'm that pretty, but... Yeah, I'm not pretty. I just think it's also, so unnecessary. Machines. Those machines. Like, she's lying in there for that entire scene. Yeah. And it's got a, a red a red flashing, flashing light at the top. God, if you had epilepsy, you'd be yeah, fucked. that's right. She and it's just... She um, does not suffer from migraines in real life. Oh, man. it was It's an instant migraine machine. And yeah. she does the entire scene. And that would have been a day's worth of shooting. You reckon? At I least. Mean, oh, no, no, no. They don't have the budget for that sort of stuff. I would have been five minutes... Mm, well, um, you mean they did one take? Yeah, one take. One take. Well, so. still two, but they still would have had to get her in there yeah, and wrap right. her silver stuff around her boobs. Just two, any minute, one minute would have been too long in that for me. I would yeah. have been scream, screaming. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a real clip show, proper clip show, proper clip show machine. <laughs> it's a torture machine. Um, so. 
Yeah, so anyway, Travis is like, yes, well, you're helping us out, isn't that great? And talks to some science dude. Yeah, the science dude's like, oh, we've got everything we need to do. Yeah, we can proceed. And he says the triple omega model should be sufficient or something like that. A good, healthy specimen. No deformities or unusual features. The standard triple omega should provide a perfect basis. Which is, you know, very mysterious. And and planting the seeds for the big twist. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and he has a chat with Avalon talks about how much she's going to tell him and about... she's like, we'll still resist you and blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll never you'll never defeat us all. And Travis just says, yes, but we'll... We'll persevere. Yeah. It's he's like, right. yes, but we'll still do it. Yeah. Um, but then he's talking about the fact that she is going to give him Blake, his ship, and his crew. And she's a bit upset about this. She's like, there's no way you can make me do that. And that's a good little bit too, because he's, don't be naive. I can force yeah. you to do anything, which is a fairly sinister time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, seems the dude, that's yeah. for sure. He's not nice. Um, anyway, so he says that. Um, back back to uh, the, the cave where they found Shevna, and Shevna's telling um, Blake that Avalon was taken out before the shooting was started, and Blake's talking about the fact that she knows all of the resistance groups in the sector, and if she gives it up, then... Disastrous. The, yeah, the entire resistance will be crippled. Um, and Shevna's all, no, she'd die before she told anyone, which is... Um, and he's just, like, she won't be given a choice. Which is quite, I mean, it's interesting that she, Avalon, understands that she's going to tell him everything, but she, haven't, she hasn't told that to Shevner and the others. Um, but they then, sorry. Yeah, they, they interrogate Shevner about how they get into the complex, and he's like, oh, no, we can't do this, we can't get into the ventilation thing. And there's like some filtration plants. So yeah, he works is- out a way to get in, and then um, Blake... Uh, radios back Summons up Summons everybody else down with Villa's bag of tricks and other yeah, people. Yeah, he wants Villa to come down because they need they need a security expert and that's Villa and Villa's complaining bitterly about that again. Me? Oh now, wait a minute. It's cold out there and I'm very susceptible to low temperatures. I've got a weak chest. The rest of you is not very impressive. <laughs> There's a nice little inter- another little interaction between him and Avon on yeah. that one. So he goes... Doesn't go down yet. But back, back We go back to the Alpha Complex. Sorry. Oh, that's right, Travis. I've got, I've got in my notes. Back to the Alpha Complex. Travis punches a dude because he gets his. Oh, yeah, he does too. <laughs> he gets his little. Um, he gets his labour grade uh, human. Yeah. Um, so, uh, um, the detention blocks. And this, he's a, he's an interesting looking dude, isn't he? He's sort of like he looks a bit. I don't know. Anyway, he's wearing this sort of little rough and ready. Yeah, and and she, a little nighty. The mutoid says, "Will he do?" And Travis sort of checks his teeth like it would with a horse, and then yeah. gives him a punch in the sternum, and the guy just goes. Ugh. And, like, I don't know if I was you, even if I was a prisoner, and I'd be a bit pissed, pissed off, off if someone punched oh, me in the stomach. Probably on drugs. They probably drugged him. They might have been drugged. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, they, he says, he's healthy enough, he'll do, and they take him off. And then uh, my, our, our darling Servalan turns up. All, all enrobed. She's and got then a she beautiful... Just beautiful fur coat on, which she just drops. Yeah. She, she just takes it off her shoulders and lets it drop on the floor and expects somebody else to pick it up for her, which I think they do. Yeah, so one of the mutants picks it up, I think, or one of the guards. And um, there's a little bit of politi- political uh, discussion about how Travis is not popular, not popular amongst the um, echelons because he hasn't caught Blake yet. Blake po- and Travis points out that the only reason he hasn't destroyed Blake is because the Federation in- is insisting that they have the- they get the Liberator as well, has yeah. to be un- undamaged. Yeah. But he's like, no, I could have destroyed Blake twice over, but you guys won't let me because you want the ship. 
And she's she's all saying, oh yes, I've made that point. You know, I you have In my full. Defense, yeah. I, I have I, you have my full. And he says, I'm glad you approve. To her and to his oh, old Travis. Says, oh Travis. Oh Travis, you know better than that. In my position, one never approves anything until it is an undisputed success. Yeah. It's really good, but in, in the meantime, you have my full support, um, which is yeah, it's good. It's 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 showing Serverland's political savviness and and Travis's you know defensiveness, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, us preparedness to cover his own ass. Yeah, and she's very much um, establishing that Travis is. On thin ice, I think is what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah, ironic. Already, he's only been around for two episodes, and he's already on thin ice. Well, he, he, they didn't want him. Like, what's Bob Burkhol and um, the other guy didn't even want to appoint him in the first yeah. place. And um, she must have, she must have been feeling the pressure a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah. Um. So then they put the poor low grade punched in the tummy dude into a thing because she's going to. Yeah, she bring, she brings out. The fuzzy file of death. Yes. Um, which is great. This is a great effect. A cool little special effect. It's a good colour. Yeah. It looks purple. all toxic-y. It's like, a, it's a little um, marble. Big. And it must have just been a blue screen, like a blue, blue sphere. Yeah. So they could have projected whatever this was on it. But it, it's quite convincing. Yeah. And it looks like this thing's moving around. In it's a static. Like, it looks like, like static. Yeah, yeah, static electricity, but yeah, dyed red. So actually, now that we're talking about it like that, it's less impressive. <laughs> it does look very good, Just though. That television static dyed red projected onto a little ball. But it looks cool. It's a cool yeah. effect. And it would have been difficult to do because they probably would have had to... I don't know how it worked back then, but they would have had to colour it in it. Frame by frame. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, if it's I, good. If, anyone, if anyone's a film expert, let me know how they yeah. would have done this because I, I'm actually fascinated by it. Like, that, back nowadays, you just CGI it, but um, yeah. they didn't have CGI back then, so... Yeah, so anyway, they stick um, Punched in the Tummy Dude in a little chamber. Box type thing. And they put the um, fuzzy file of death on a conveyor belt and seal it all off. And um, then something punctures the fuzzy file of death. And the and dude turns into a mushroom. Yeah, he gets all fungusy and then... You know, first look back, he turns all fungusy and it's sort of time lapsey. That's yeah. the most convincing special effect. And the next time you look back, he's a skeleton. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So and then it's completely self-eliminating the virus. It's exhausted itself, so it's everything's fine to go in. <coughs> oh my god! One so, of our dogs has farted, and it's the most gross yeah, smell in the world. That's not good, is it? Wasn't me. <laughs> um, anyway. What happens next? What happens next? Okay, then we get back to Blake Villa and Jenna, and we have a few bits of back and forth here where we go to um, uh, uh, Servalan and uh, Travis and the guards, and then back to Blake and Jenna and Villa and Shevna trying to break in. Um, and it's, it's just back and forth. Yeah. And, and you see a couple of hints here. One of them one of them is that Travis sort of takes a weapon from one of the guards and says, you've drawn your new weapon from the armory, I see. And puts it back. Um, another couple of hints. Uh, yeah, yeah. So put her in a put her in a cell, and they've got a particular cell for Avalon. Yeah, and then um, uh, but then in the meantime, doesn't the Liberator get pulled off course to yeah. invade some? In the meantime, it's the classic thing. The classic know? thing. Yeah. ships turn up. We better run away. Yeah, and um, I think at one point someone says, "Shall I call them off?" And Blake's like, "No, because it looks suspicious." Yeah, don't. Yeah, that make makes make sure, make sure we don't alert them that something's going on. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so they, 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 they managed to break into the complex. Um, 
the alarms go off. Uh, <laughs> Blake does a bit where he's trying to find Avalon's uh, cell, and there's like the, the grid is huge. Have yeah, you seen there's yeah. so many cells, and he just sort of twiddles a Randomly, couple of knobs, so randomly, and, and it gets her on the fourth try. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's a bit suspicious. Um, they find her cell, they pull her out. She's going to be cold because she's just wearing a little tunic like the the punch in the tummy do was. Nighty on, yeah. So um, Blake chivalrously gives up gives up his jacket for her. Um, and they're, they're calling for teleport at this point and Avon and the others are not there because they're avoiding these pursuit ships. So it ends up being a big Blake 7 fight in the corridors. Yeah. Yeah. Lots yeah. of shooting. Lots running. of running around. Lots of, you know, turning around and firing at, at um, guards and guards mm-hmm. firing back and people get hit and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, Blake Surprisingly gets shot at. Yeah, surprised. And, and hit. And hit. Surprisingly. Yeah. Um, so Blake gets hit in the shoulder and uh, Avalon gets hit in the leg. Um, <coughs> Uh, but they keep going, and there's the the absolutely the the big tension is that the liberator gets back on course, and Avon tells Gan to turn on the communicator, and you just you can just hear Blake on the other end going teleport now, teleport now, no, and then one of those crappy robots from the last episode comes back and just just shoots a jet of really crappy fire that'd be very easy to run away from. Yes, them. <laughs> like it, it wouldn't like they're the least. You could just step sideways. They're the least threatening robots you've ever seen. Um, but and also I don't know how they were walking around on wheels on the, in these tunnels which are clearly rocky. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, least threatening crappy robot. They get teleported up in get, time. Doesn't get them anyway. Um, and once they're up in the ship, oh, there's a nice little Blake Seven fight between Avon and Avon. Where the hell were you? Yeah. And... It's like it was. A, it's more of a yeah. What went wrong? I was about to ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> then we get a little scene on the bridge, and yeah, Avalon's. Like keen to get a tunic, yeah. she's like, "I want my tunic back. I want my tunic back." Back. Um, we get a little scene on the bridge. They've given her a new outfit, which is a fetching um, dark pink velouri number with very high heeled boots and Cali esque. And yeah, great boots, great boots. Sort yeah. Of like, well, what color are they? They're sort of like a. They're not pink. They're, they're the same. Dark co- I looked at the same color as the outfit. Sort of almost. Yeah. 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 And yeah. they're but they're but they're heeled. Quite I'm like, high heeled. Yeah. She must be quite short in IRL. Maybe. I'm quite short. Anyway, um. She's cool. She looks cool. But and then we get still wants her existing tunic that yeah. she had in she's, the cell. She's, she's her weirdly tunic. fixated on it. And you also get a little shot of um, Shevna kind of looking at her suspiciously. Yeah. Um, and Shevna's got, she's, got the best eyebrow. He's got one Sing, eyebrow. It's great. Yeah, singular. It's a really good eyebrow. It's and a good eyebrow. It's a great eyebrow. It's a very expressive eyebrow. Um, and yeah, so then we get a little shot on the bridge where Blake's going, no, no, this is all wrong. We got out too easily. I got hit, hit in the shoulder with a gun. Avalon got shot, hit in the leg and he's playing around with one of the guns that they stole. And he sets a little cup up on the coffee table and shoots it. And the cup just goes, tink, tink. Um, it's like and, a baby gun. And they, they work out that the, the rescue was set up. And he's trying to work out why they did that. And then they, he finally it finally clicks to him that the only reason... They let them go is because they want the ship, and the only way they could get the ship is if they put someone on board. And they immediately jump to Shevna as being yeah. the one who is the um, traitor because Jenna says that she's sure Avalon that is Avalon. That Avalon is Avalon. Um, so yeah, so she, and she said she'd only met it once. Yes, but that that was definitely her. And then we get a nice little um, montage of them running through the ship, trying to find Shevna. <coughs> they find Callie on the floor, knocked out. Uh, presumably by Shevna, and they leave Avon there to look after her. And this is a funny bit. This is this is um, something that I wanted to talk to you about, actually, because um, they leave Avon there, they go off, uh, and then when they, when Jenna comes back a couple of minutes later, 
Avon, Avon's Kelly's fucked just, off. Avon's fucked off yeah. and we don't see him. And Kelly's just sitting up in a chair. Well, he's just sort of... He's just plugged her in a chair and gone off to do his own thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he doesn't turn up again until later. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking they might have been trying to plant the idea that Avon was the one that betrayed them. Oh. Because then Shevna lies. Then Shevna comes in and he's been fucked up. Like he's yeah. bleeding all over the place. Yeah. And he's, but he's, and he's dying. And he, as he dies, he mouths a word. And it, he's mouthing Avalon. Yeah, yeah. But I, I remember when I first saw it, I thought Avon. he was mouthing Avon. Avon. That's some interesting headcanon. And I'm, I'm headcanoning maybe they were trying to plant that idea that maybe Avon was the one who betrayed yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, and yeah, because obviously Avon was the one who was left alone with Callie and the, and, yeah. as well. So why, and why, why did he leave? Maybe there was a missing scene there where we got explained, but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe Paul Darrow nicked out for a cigarette and <laughs> couldn't keep him in the scene. <laughs> that's, that's probably more likely. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, don't worry. Um, they weren't thinking about it too hard. Obviously. Yeah. Anyway, they work out that Avalon Avalon is the one who is the betrayer and the reason why she looks like Avalon is because she's a robot. Yeah. And they have a big I have a Blake Seven fight in the teleportation deck where she's she's got the file and she's about to crush it and kill yeah, them all. Yeah. And they manage to stop her from doing that. Yeah. It's like a yeah, it's just a Blake Seven fight. They yeah. and they tie her up and somehow she makes some really her. really terrible um, yeah, sort of uh, 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 and electronic stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, why did, why didn't she make that sound before? And, I don't uh, know. Exactly, it's kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> to subdue her and when she spins around the, the file um, the fuzzy ball of death drops on her on her tunic on her tunic so it which is squash. obviously where it was um, but yeah they take her back and Avon Avon just turns up rips, rips the side of her face off as in she's sitting down not not no, but he takes the side of her face off and has a look around inside, and there's another little neat effect where we see inside her brain, with... which is oh, it's super lame. That it, it's, but you know, it's better than it's. You know how whenever sorry, crossing the streams again, whenever you get to see inside David's head, yeah. um, they don't do a great job of that either because they end up putting it on top of his head, and so you can so see it bulging up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Whereas this, they've just what they've done is they've just cut out a bit of the the film film and, and like, stuck a little bit of yeah, something else in the middle cut and pasted something in the film and it's been done frame by frame too anyway anyway um yeah it's not too bad but yeah, yeah. and they just sort of has a bit of hair that's meant to be the side of her face you just attached and just check <laughs> and, and says this is some of the most sophisticated robotic engineering I've ever seen it's just lots of little clear plastic things running yeah. around in, in circles it's on the like inside of Meccano <laughs> or something just yeah just sort of oh it's joints of Meccano going around in circles um, and Blake wants to know if he can deprogram it or reprogram it or, you know. Avon, Avon admits to a weakness and yeah, says, I can't. No. There's can't no way. I could probably do a few basic functions and then you can see the clock ticking in um, Blake's head. He's got a plan. Because he goes, that's I'll enough. Do. That'll do. do. We only need a few basic pug functions. And then we go back to um, Alpha Alphabet. Complex and Servlan and Travis are all supremely confident about the outcome of this and... They're talking about what they're going to do in Avalon's interrogation. Um, and then alarms start going off. Uh, the Liberators come back into orbit and Blake has teleported directly into the... Um, don't do that, Bowie. D- Blake's teleported directly into the lab. And he wants <coughs> he wants Servalan and Travis to come down to the lab and, they, and, he, Avalon and bring well. Avalon too. And so Travis says, right, I'll do with this and storms down there. Servalan follows him. Probably not the best idea on her part, really. But yeah, 
he ends up going into the um, the room and there's Blake with the robot Avalon. And uh, Travis immediately tries to shoot him and Blake holds up the file and says, and that wouldn't be very clever. Would not be very wise. And there's a nice little interaction here about how Blake's willing to die if it means getting Travis and the Supreme Commander as well. So, Which is really weird and inconsistent because on several other occasions, even up until now, he hasn't elected to kill anybody because he's like, if they're not chasing me, then somebody else will chase me. It's cool. Mm. We just mm. let them keep doing it. I haven't caught us so far, and so they're probably, I know I can beat them, so mm-hmm. who cares? So anyway. Yeah. Um, but on this occasion, Travis and Sirlan elect to believe him that he will drop the, drop the fuzzy ball of death. Um, so they bring Avalon in and they do a prisoner exchange and, uh, then Avon, not Avon, sorry, I keep on getting Avon and Blake and stuff. Blake tells him that they've reprogrammed the robot and then manages to get the robot to hold the file. And then he says, The robot will crush the file in response to one of three triggers. A particular word, a specific sound, or a certain movement. You had all better be very, very careful what you say and do. And it's and then they teleport out, and you get this really good scene. The very final scene yeah, is actually really cool. it's good, tense. Ten, ten, um, there's three things that can trigger the file being crushed, and uh, Travis just starts walking very slowly towards the the, the robot, and Serverland's like shitting herself. She's like, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" But he, he sort of goes, "No, I'll go." And he gets quite close before the, the robot just drops it and Travis just drops with it and catches the yeah, file yeah. in his hand. Um, and then you get a little monologue from him about how he's going to destroy Blake, which is his favourite way to end an episode, yeah, really, isn't really, it? it really is. <laughs> if it takes all my life, I will destroy you, Blake. I will destroy you. I will destroy you. And I think the way I think finishes, isn't it? The sort of lady says... Project Avalon is a complete failure. You're in a lot of trouble, Travis. Mm. Yeah. It's it's Travis's scapegoat as well. Yeah, it's always it's... Travis's um, fault. Yeah. No matter how much she how much money she's given him, because she doesn't point out that she's given him a lot of money for these things. Mm. Um, no matter how much money she's given him or whatever. Yeah, she points out that the fuzzy ball of death is extremely expensive, expensive quite costly. So yeah, no. Um, that's really it, isn't it? That is it. Yeah. <laughs> Did quite... you? Did you have? Um, did you enjoy it? This I did. It's quite a good twist at the end, um, and I like. Um, yeah, yeah, I like them sort of working it out. The process of them working it out, and I mean, yeah, the fact that like he's prepared to just run a suicide mission in there, like you know, Janice says to him, "We were lucky." It's like, yeah, we were lucky. We were too lucky. We should have all been killed. It's like, well, fr- great. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Does doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence no. in Blake as a leader, does it? It's like, no. yeah, we should have all died, yeah. um, but we didn't, and that means that it was a setup. I'm like, okay, well, on the one hand, yeah. On the other hand, and why'd you go in there? Why'd you go in there in the first place? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it was yeah, it was good. Not probably not on my Freedom City, not in my Freedom City, but. Yeah, well, time will tell. Time yeah, will tell. Time I enjoyed tell. it. I enjoyed it. And I, I don't mind this one that I don't mind on the rewatch either. No, I, I enjoyed the rewatch. Although there's a few, there were a few. I did find it was a bit dull in bits. Like, like not with Mission to Destiny. I was, I was glued to the TV the whole yeah, time. Yeah. This one, I was like, uh, yeah. So bits at the beginning were a bit dull and. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's and interesting. And fumbling one. around in the caves and. Yeah, I, I remember doing that too when I was when I used to watch it. Rewatch it when I was a kid. I used to fast forward all the cave bits yeah. and just go straight for the. For the end bit. Well, I actually really like the end bit. I used to watch the end bit a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, but yeah, it, they're, 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 I, I think 
residue of, of boredom from rewatching it too many times when I was a kid. Yeah, that's it because it does feature heavily in mm, it does, yeah. In that mushed together um VCR. Um yeah, yeah, no, no so I, I liked it, but yeah, it was it definitely wasn't my favourite and I and I think uh out of the episodes we've seen so far this season it probably would be fairly low, actually. Yeah, in my, it'd in my be hard to do worse than the web. No, no, that the web is definitely the worst yeah, so far, but definitely awful. Um did you have a um Brian? I shall return to them I did have a Brian. I my Brian for this episode is the the punched in the tummy dude. <laughs> I just thought it was like I'm just like okay, he's just gonna stand there and get punched and then killed. And um, I don't know if I should give it to the actor who plays him. He's like, oh, this is a pretty easy part. Yeah, walking well, except that he gets punched. Not a speaking part. Um, he doesn't always get to see his head. Yeah, yeah, it's a good face shot. Um, but it just seemed like he's very blasé about being used in a human experiment. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, seem fast at all. That's right. Well, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he must be drugged. So he's yeah. probably, you know, for that moment anyway, living his best life. I think it's probably as high as a fucking kite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind getting made into a mushroom because, you know. Yeah. No, my, well, my Brian was mm-hmm. um, Serverland for just taking off a coat and expecting somebody else to pick it up for her. She was my backup Brian. Yeah, I've got to yeah. say, I did I love just, that. I think the, that's... The, and it's a be- it is a beautiful coat. It's got silver lining. Yeah. It's just white fur. I hope it's not real amazing, fur. Amazing, amazing coat. I she just drops it. She's, and as she drops it too, she sort of flicks her fingers. And... Yeah. See you later. <laughs> yeah, this is me. I'm right. I am the best. So, yeah, she was my Brian as well. So what have we got next week? Oh, next week I have to look in the program guide and I see. Know. I know. Please use its full title. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I have to look in Terry Nation's Blake Seven fully illustrated the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. Okay. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> so after Project Avalon, which oh look, it's got all the information too. It's breakdown. Oh, okay. Transmitted at Monday, sixth of March, nineteen seventy-eight. Directed right. by Via Lorimer. Okay. And this one has got Julian Glover in it. Oh, as the, the dude surgeon. from um, yeah, as the surgeon. He's a, and he's a, he's a massive that guy. He's the dude from um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, not Raiders uh, of the Lost Ark. Um, the third one, Tem- not Temple of the Doom. That's the second one. No, the last one, Last Crusade. Oh, okay, the last good one. Well, no. Yeah, no, he's the one who, um, who, um, who 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 takes who drinks the Holy Grail and oh. turns into a, gets his face melted off. Oh, that one. Okay, mm. cool. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this episode, I don't think, from memory. From memory. I there's just... some good bits in it. I mean, there's some good bits where... It's one of those episodes with two halves, too, where you've got sort of the surgeon bits, mm. and then you've got the bits on the base that they get to. There are good... The thing about this episode that I always, I always like is that there are good characters in it, like really good, again, like Mission to Destiny, really good, well-rounded, yeah. interesting characters. Yeah, that aren't part of the ensemble cast. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's 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 meant to be focused on Gan, and Gan gets about three lines. Spends the whole time comatose. Yeah. yeah oh. Lying still. So yeah, anyway, mm. more about that next week. Next week, Until indeed. then, I'm going to leave you to do all the housekeeping because my voice is done. Yeah, we're not going to do a double episode this week because no, poor Megan's not I'm, well. I'm going to try and... Um, I'd like to thank uh, Big... Jeff Loves Big Disco Sound for our intro and outro music. Uh, Claire Fass for our um, logo, which is fantastic. I'm actually thinking about getting some more art done from her. Yeah, to work out. that sounds good. Um, for, the, for, the, for the website and for the um, Patreon, uh, I'd like to remind you all that you can contact 
Megan at Megalula on Twitter. You can contact me at Vision Rights on Twitter. We have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash classically awful. We have a website, classicallyawful.com. We have a Twitter, classically A. And if you want to have a chat with us on Twitter and you don't really want to at us, um, you can use the hashtag CACAST, C A C A S T, and we'll I check that. So that's cool. Um, apart from that, I don't think there's anything else we need to do. So, until next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.